In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. One Sabbath, Jesus happened to be taking a walk through the cornfields, and his disciples were picking years of corn, gathering them in their hands and eating them. Some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing something that is forbidden on the Sabbath day? Jesus answered them, So you have not read what David did, and when he and his followers were hungry, how he went into the house of God, took the loaves of offering and ate them, and gave them to his followers. Loaves which only the priests are allowed to eat. And he said to them, The Son of Man is master of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. Today the Pharisees continue to find fault with the disciples of the Lord, but they now lambast Jesus for allowing his followers to violate the Sabbath restrictions and for failing to rebuke them. The Master is to be blamed for the laxity of his disciples. Perhaps we modern folks will immediately side with the disciples, as many would agree that the Pharisees' petty legalism appear to be over the top in making a mountain out of a molehill. On the one hand, we would be less sympathetic on those who would violate our personal property and rights. People who steal and loot look like entitled brats. How dare they trespass on private property and steal the corn from the fields without getting permission from the owners? That would be stealing, looting, but our Lord is not trying to dismiss the law of Moses and all laws by taking an anarchistic position, nor is he trying to excuse the disciples for their entitlement. Instead, he is inviting us to look at him and the little which he assumes, the title which he assumes, Master of the Sabbath. The Sabbath points to God's absolute sovereignty and mastery over creation. It is a reminder to the creature that the perfection of creation is attributed to God alone. Now our Lord declares himself to be the master of the Sabbath. Jesus is proclaiming that he is the one who exercises authority even over the rules and regulations that govern the Sabbath day. This is no less than a divine claim. It is practically saying, Jesus, the Son of Man, is also God. That would be stating the obvious. Thus, the correct lenses by which we should view this text is not that of the Pharisees who saw everything in terms of laws and customs, neither should it be to the lenses of disciples, who at this instance may be exhibiting a human need for sustenance, but also a sense of entitlement. This text points to the identity of our Lord, the Christ, the Master of the Sabbath, the Divine Word incarnate. To the Pharisees of this world, Jesus is proclaiming to the world that he is greater than the law and above the laws of the Mosaic Covenant, because as God in the flesh, he is the author of those laws. 
Our rules and our laws have no hold over him. This text, however, should never be interpreted as a license for us to break the law, even moral and religious law, but an invitation for us to obey the law of Christ, since Christ is the master of the Sabbath. But to the disciples and to all creatures, our Lord is also proclaiming that he is King and Lord of the universe, and he alone is worthy and entitled to our obedience. We can make no demands of him, neither can we get credit for any accomplishment or work or possession that we may have. As the Lord of the Sabbath, Jesus has the right, power and authority to dispense his graces and gifts in any way he pleases. The Lord of the Sabbath had, has come, and with his death and resurrection, he became the fulfillment of our Sabbath rest. The salvation we have in Christ has made the old law of the Sabbath no longer needed or binding. Just as the Sabbath day was originally instituted to give man rest from his labours, so did he come to provide us rest from labouring to achieve our own salvation by our effort, solely by our effort. Because of his sacrifice on the cross, we can now forever cease labouring to attain God's favour and rest in his mercy and grace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.